everybody, welcome to Roar. My name is Sam Spellman. This is a show where we dig into the Bible, into the Word, and just talk about it a little bit, read it out loud, and see what it what it reveals to us. Um, Roar stands for Revealing Our Amazing Redeemer. If you've never listened to this before, welcome. If you have and you've been a consistent lis- listener, welcome back. And thank you so much for, for tuning in just to the to the conversation, even hearing what, uh, what I'd have to say. So that's super humbling and super fun. Um, I want to read out of Isaiah chapter 40 today. Um, there's a lot of, a lot of good things that the Bible brings out. There's a lot of good things that, um, the, the scripture will bring, you know, balance to who God is. Um, it's important that I believe whenever we uh, follow God and follow the, the way of Christ, that we make sure we we get into the word for ourselves. You know, this this whole show and the idea even behind it is to just get into the Bible and encourage your own private time with the Lord for you to, you know, get into some of these scriptures, some of these things that maybe I talk about or these scriptures I bring up and read them for yourselves and allow them to speak to you and hear what God's saying to you through his scriptures and not just depending upon a, a minister or a or a preacher, or anybody in, in a fivefold ministry gift, or, or somebody else, even a family member who's more, you know, versed in the scripture than you. But having the confidence and the um, just desire and hunger to get into the word—that's that's what I really want to encourage because I believe it brings balance. It keeps us from, you know, getting deceived beyond truth because all of us are subject to the word, myself included. Whenever I speak and I go into these podcasts, you know, I. I come into it from a, a very humble place that, you know, if I say something or go into something that is just not right and I feel the, you know, the Holy Spirit on the inside of me go, eh, I don't, I don't think you should say that. Or if it's something that I'm not completely flushed on, you know, I want to preface those things first and foremost. If I say them otherwise, I'll, I'll take them out of the podcast altogether because it's important that we allow the truth to stand on its own and I'm just as much subject to it. Any other uh, minister or speaker or anybody who's who's preaching or teaching are just as subject to the word. Um, and there's even a stricter. The Bible itself talks about there being a stricter judgment, or you know, it's it's there's a there's a higher responsibility when you start sharing and teaching. When I share and teach, even on these these podcasts, what I share and and, and um, speak about the Lord you know, has the opportunity to influence your heart and your your soul and how you view, you know, God. And that's a very, um, it's a very serious thing to to just take, you know, with the responsibility that it's due, with the honor that it's due. And humility will keep us in that place, um, not from a place of just fear that I can never share my faith because I'm not good enough. That's not what I'm saying. But having just the reverence to know that I'm just as submitted to this as the next person brings a level of of covering because a man who's under authority someone who's under authority this you know this is the principle even in the garden that that is really important you know it's demonstrated through a husband and a wife you know you see in the garden of eden whenever eve ate the judgment didn't come until adam ate because for for the flow of authority that god designed in the family the husband is a covering is a protection so as long as the covering and the protection is standing in a certain place, then the one who's under that authority or in that authority, you know, working with and submitted to, that person actually has a layer of protection around them. You know, and a lot of times I know, especially in America, the 
the word submission or having authority over you, those things can become very, uh, there's a lot of negative connotation with them. The, the positive protection and, and covering and, and wisdom that, that goes before you, a lot of that is not what's focused on, but the, the quote restrictions of not being able to do what you want to do. You know, in other words, your self-righteousness is put, you know, underneath the submission of somebody because that's put down. There's now this, you know, loss of, um, of freedom. And again, I don't have time to fully explain the imbalances on both sides because there is imbalance. There is, you know, overbearing abuse of authority. I'm not saying that doesn't exist, but I am saying there's also a very positive side to authority that I believe can also be emphasized and talked about and should be also brought to attention because whenever that's not brought to attention, you know, you see people go way in the ditch the other direction. And God, again, through his word brings incredible balance and truth and light He's not deceived. He's not duplit like split one way or the other. He's absolute. He's holy. Um, the book of Revelation talks about holy, holy, holy being just championed and sung and proclaimed in the throne. So or around the throne. So that's it's important that we understand God is is complete in all of His ways. So that's kind of even the flow of what I want to talk about. And Isaiah chapter forty verse, I believe it's twenty six. No, twenty eight. Have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint, nor is he weary, and his understanding is inscrutable or unscrutable. He gives power to the faint, and to those who have no might, he increases strength. This is some good news. That's uh, verse 20, yeah, 28 through 29 of Isaiah chapter 40. And that was the scripture that I really felt to talk about today because again, he's, he's addressing here the, the ways of God and he's bringing it from the, the point of a question where it's like, have you not known? Was this not explained to you? Is this not, again, for lack of a better word, is this not obvious? Um, and again, pride blinds our hearts. If we're not careful, that pride can blind us to the obvious um, you know, Jesus said, if the light be in you, be darkness. How great is that darkness? He talks about the blind leading the blind and them both falling into a pit. Um, it's very important we, you know, allow the light of Scripture, of the Holy Spirit, of the anointing, of Jesus himself to, you know, reveal truth. And that's something that God, um, he's the originating point with it. It's not something... I just figure out it's something that is given to me and gifted and I then respond to. You know, it's like Paul with the road to Damascus. He had the understanding of the scriptures, which is true, but there comes a point whenever you have to be face to face with Jesus, the man. And whenever you're face to face with Jesus, there's an opportunity for the light of who he is to reveal to you, you know, the light of who he made you to be. Um, this that dynamic is is important because again it's not just in the scriptures and I know I heavily heavily emphasize the scriptures and this statement doesn't negate the heavy emphasis on knowing the word because that's absolutely the truth but there's also a a, a dynamic between the relationship you know you don't just have relationship with the text messages that somebody sends you you have relationship with the person who happens to send you text messages the text messages help you understand how they speak, their phrases, you hear them, 
they communicate with you through them, but you're not communicating with a, a text. You're communicating with a person. And that dynamic is even when we're communicating with the Lord, you know, these obvious truths, have you not known, you know, that's, it's, it's reality that who the creator of that there's a creator of the universe There's a creator of everything, every system, every, um, geographic location, everything that's in nature, everything that's in your natural body, the temple, the flesh that you live in, all these things are obviously pointing to just even the mathematical probability of everything working out points to the fact that it's not an accident. It's not by happenstance that everything just continues to perpetuate and work the way it does. It It is obvious that have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, that there is an everlasting creator, you know, that is just, it's, it's absolute, he's absolute. And, you know, that, that obviousness again, can become um, hard to see when the pride of our hearts gets in the way. And that's something we all have to guard against every single day. It's something that because of technology, because of the words of other people, because of the spirit of the age that's at work in the hearts of men right now, because of the anti, the spirit of Antichrist, all these different things that are continuously um, pumping into uh, just the world that we live in, we have to be very, very guarded and protect the truth that's in our heart and our relationship one-on-one with the one who's given us his word and the one who's seated at the right hand of God. We have to keep that, that everlasting covenant, you know, that even God made with Abraham, which was fulfilled through his seed, which was the Christ. You know, we have to keep, keep our, uh, our end of the, of the relationship for lack of a better word. And, and there's just responsibility. It's, and again, responsibility, which is motivated by delight, isn't, um, it's not like hard work. I think sometimes there's even this, again, back to the relationship dynamic. If you're in a marriage or you're talking to somebody and you're infatuated and you love them, you know, and you, you, you care about them, it's not work to just do what they like to do or talk about things that they're interested in. You you actually have a desire to go in that direction in conversation, to hear what they their thoughts, those that real that that flows in the responsibility aspect of you just being a good listener or good communicator or caring about them, that responsibility falls in line. It's not the the first thing that comes to your mind, but nevertheless, it's just as vital and happens naturally. It's not something you have to like think about. And that dynamic again comes from the first point. Have you not known? Have you not heard? You know, that statement, have you not known? Have you not heard? That question is something that all of us, you know, have you not known? Have you not heard that there's a creator? Have you heard? Have you not responded to his, his calling that the everlasting God the Lord, the creator of the earth, or excuse me, of the ends of the earth, he does not faint, nor is he weary. There's no decay in him. I heard another minister talk about that. There's no decay. God doesn't decay over time. You know, the the source of all the power of every single star in the known galaxy, the billions of, of pounds of pressure and explosions, you start, just watch a few little um, informational videos or read a few books about things that happen in the galaxy that have been just discovered, you know, that have been revealed to us and just the magnitude of how stars work. Um, and the fact that all of those stars to the billionth number are fueled 
by the the everlasting creator and those all put together don't even hold a candle light to his to, to who he is and the power that he has so whenever we're we're dealing with you know have you not known have you not heard the everlasting god you know there's this incredible um mag i can't even there's not even words i can it's just beyond the the the, the imagination, unless God gifts you that, you know, ability to see certain things. Um, it's just, it's beyond. And that's not a bad thing. But that fact that that, that then becomes the root upon which a lot of other things happen, you know, especially wisdom. It brings life into perspective. You know, have you not known? Have you not heard these things? If you hear that, every how you view everything else in your life, especially things that are created, are going to be drastically different. How you view your own body, how you view the trees, the the grass, the flowers, the animals that are around in the earth, the every bit of the ecosystems, and how you view those things are going to be drastically different when you, have you not seen, have you not known, have you not heard, you know, that there is an everlasting creator by which all things, you know, and then you read like Colossians chapter 1, and he talks about through Christ, through the blood of his cross, all things in heaven and in earth, things seen, unseen, have been reconciled to him by the blood of his cross, uh, Colossians one twenty. So there's even the element of, of Christ being involved. Then you read John chapter 1, he talks about the word was God, the word was with God, the word came down and dwelt among us, talking about Jesus being the word made flesh. Again, the Bible that we read, the word being made flesh, the actual person behind the one speaking behind the words, excuse me, the one that's speaking became and put on flesh, you know, was born through the womb of a woman and came and dwelt among us. Like those realities that seem so astronomical become so foundational and they become so um, unchangeable that then the perspective upon which you view every conversation, every word that comes out of your mouth, the little things in life you know, the Bible talks about the little foxes spoil the vine. Those little vo- uh, foxes, excuse me, become so illuminated again because the one who is pure light makes himself known to you. But it starts in our heart when we recognize and make the decision to recognize have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not faint, he does not change or grow tired, and he is not weary or wear down. His understanding and his ways are inscrutable. In other words, you can't critique them. You're not going to create critique the one who created galaxies and every system in the earth and formed and fashioned the ways that the the migration of the birds and the the salmon that swim upstream and every single you know creative thing that happened in the earth and every minute detail of every petal of every flower. We're not going to be able to scrutinize why he did what he did, but what we can do is recognize the the vastness of who our Father is and work with the Son who came and says, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Grow in that relationship. Grow into a fully mature believer, yes, but a fully mature person who was made, the Bible says, in the image of God. Psalms talks about what is man that you're so mindful of him. There's a destiny that each one of us have. And what, what does that destiny entail? Well, I'm glad you asked. If you continue into verse 29, he says this, he gives power to the faint. So if after reading all of this and you realize the, 
huge vastness of our Father, the creator of the universe, and you feel a little faint or a little bit like, you know, maybe just a touch insignificant, or you feel like, I just, I don't know if I'm all that in a bag of chips anymore, Sam. That's a lot you're talking about. Well, never, don't fear, number one, but rejoice because look at this. He gives power or strength to the faint. So when we realize, again, you realize the magnitude of who God is, and then there comes about just a natural response in the soul of my goodness, I don't even hold a candlestick to that in a lot of ways. Well, just acknowledging that with a humble heart, not false humility, which is still pride that I'm just worthless. That's not what I'm saying, but a true recognizing of where God stands. You know, that's why it's the first commandment. Have no other gods besides me, because that first commandment gives perspective upon all the other ones. That's why it's first. So understanding that with humility can create a faintness, but nevertheless, he gives strength to the faint and to those who have no might or in and of themselves, right? You know, naturally you can't hold a candlestick. You can't scrutinize him. You have no might, but what does he do? He increases their strength. Even the youths or the young shall grow weary and faint and the young men shall fall. But those who wait upon the Lord, see the scripture that you hear quoted about wings, you know, soaring up with eagles. It's in the context of this, of realizing how powerful God is, but then realizing that his power, he doesn't just use for himself, but because God is love, the power, the Bible talks about when you've received the Holy Spirit, it says the same spirit, which has the same power, the same words, right? That raised Christ from the dead, that eternal everlasting life that kicks death in the face, kicks sin in the face, that same power is alive in you when you're born again. That means that same strength that shall that wait upon the Lord. You wait upon the Lord. He shall renew your strength. They shall mount up with wings. In other words, they will, fly, they will be above all the, the things of the world as eagles, and they shall run and not grow weary, and they shall walk and not grow faint. That's good news for you guys. That's good news for me that we won't grow weary. We won't go grow, go faint or grow faint, excuse me. But we actually have the ability to stand. But again, keeping just that one little, just it's not even that a little thing. It's a pretty big thing. But keeping the the order of value in life that, you know, I'm not the center of the universe. My, you know, who I am, you know, I the universe wasn't created for me. In the sense of it's all about me, but the universe was created for it was, it's God's glory. I was made for the glory of God. That's a different heart posture than God was made for me or God owes. Because then you can't even approach the Lord from an entitled place. It it nips entitlement in the bud, and again creates a humility in our heart, which then you know it's it seems backwards, but then that actually allows us to be elevated to a level that you know is just beyond what we can imagine because again it's it's by the will of the lord it's by the holy spirit it's by his grace and his mercy and his love for us you know it says you can't even understand that the plans and the things that god has for us the good things that are in store for those who love him you know again that simple relationship dynamic connected to the fear of the lord which again jesus brought the father the relationship dynamic to that previous old law, which allowed there to be a, a reverence for who God was, you marry those two things, things that were rooted in the Old Testament and the New Testament, 
and you find that the root of these is love, Jesus said all of the commandments, you can wrap them all up in one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your being, right? He's first. That doesn't go away. He's first. Love him. And then love your neighbor as you love yourself. All the commandments, all the law is wrapped up in that. So it's a simple outer working. It's a simple decision in every moment to just do what love does. What would love do? Well, read Corinthians where it talks about love. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not haughty. It is not self-seeking. It does not rejoice in falseness or lies, but it rejoices in truth. You know, understand what love and who love really is. Fall in love with love himself (laughs) and then follow after him and just day by day, inch by inch, grow and grow and grow and grow to a point where you can then ask the question, have you not known? Have you not heard of love? The one who created all things, the father, the everlasting God and Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, where because he is love, he does not faint. He does not weary. And the understanding and the way he thinks is inscrutable. It's perfect in all of his ways. You know, then your heart has this you can then you can speak from these places where you read and it's just it's awesome. So I think that's about all I got for today. I think that's uh the fullness for this conversation. Um I appreciate you guys listening. I know this one kinda went a little bit long. I have been trying to keep these podcasts short, but again, sometimes you just get in a flow of, of things and it's kind of hard to land the ship. So thank you for making it this far and listening to the whole podcast. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Your time is valuable. Um, so again, these, these conversations are, are a blast. If they do bless you, if you enjoy them, please feel free to share them. You know, word of mouth is like the best way for things to grow. But if you feel the need to share it on your social media or whatever you choose to do, um, that is always uh, welcome and very, very, uh, I'm very thankful for that if you choose to do it. So anyway, thank you so much for listening to the show today. The Lord loves you. He's for you. He's not against you. Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God sent his son to save man and redeem his children. 